Hello and welcome to Forefront 360, where we take you all around the intersection of the arts and the Christian faith. I'm Nate Mancini. I'm one of the founders of Forefront. And joining me today is Forefront Chairman, Rich Chrisman. Hi, everybody. Also joining us, Forefront Podcaster, Dan Becker. Hi. How are you tonight, Dan? I'm great. How are you doing? We definitely did not just record another episode before this one. <laughs> These were recorded, uh, you know, weeks yeah, apart. Like we're fresh and ready yeah, to go. We're fresh. Yeah. It's not after 10 o'clock. We are raring to go. We're going to do today an arts review. And those of you who are loyal Forefront 360 listeners will remember this format. We're bringing it back. It's better than ever. I hope it's. I hope it's I hope better it's than better ever. Never. It's, yeah, yeah. Well, it's back. It's back. Right yeah. uh, on the on the last podcast, the movie podcast, we talked about sequels. This is. It's almost like a sequel. It's coming back. You hope it's going to be better than than the original. Uh, we'll see. We'll see about that. Basically, with the arts review episodes, what we want to do is just talk a little bit about uh, some pieces of art that we've been experiencing recently. Maybe that's a music album or some visual art or a book or a movie and just tell you what we think about it. And hopefully we can bring in um, some of the, the trademark aspects of, of the Forefront 360 perspective into those things. But I think it provides uh, just kind of a neat um, recency to the show where we can get a peek into some some pieces of art that you might not have run across because maybe they're not uh, the kind of popular mainstream items that are coming across your feed all the time, but it's kind of something unique that you might learn about and want to check out. So today we're going to start with uh, Dan Becker. Dan, what have you been experiencing recently? Stuff, things. It's been great. (laughs) Appreciate the wreck. Yeah. Um, Hardship. (laughs) (laughs) Give it a try. No, no, no. I mean, like in the arts. <laughs> oh yeah, right. Yeah. Um. So I am. I, I feel like I've said this a lot, either on podcasts or in person at forefront events. I'm not an artist, uh, but I am a debatable. Cons- but I am a consumer of art. Uh, yeah, we can have a whole other podcast on that. You're an artist to us, Dan. Oh, thank you. You're a podcast artist. I'm an artist on the mic. Um. We could take that out. That was bad. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I am a sucker for uh, paintings, um, specifically uh, artwork that is showing imagery of um, nature or what I'm going to call like peaceful city life. Mm. Um, oh. I really like some of those paintings of like the street of Paris where people are just like hanging out in this little like cafe on the yeah, outside yeah. And, and you kind of, it's like a little rainy outside and you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's an artist uh, that I actually discovered on Instagram. Uh, just kind of came up randomly in my feed. Uh, her name is Anastasia uh, Trusova. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, she was originally uh, born in Russia, uh, born and raised in Russia she lived in China for a little bit, and then she and her family um, moved to Belgium. Um, and so she's kind of had this unique uh, life where she lived in her in her bio page on her website. She talks about how she kind of lived in the nature of Russia, and she was really like exposed to that growing up. Um, and then she moved into Moscow and kind of got like the city life and then moved to China and got like a whole lot of different culture over there. And, and now she's in Belgium and she's kind of hopped around a little bit. Um, but she uh, has a very unique 
painting style. Um, she coins it as textured graphic impressionism. Wow. Um, and I've, I've got a couple pulled up on my phone right now, but it, it's hard to describe. I, I definitely would say go, go check her out on, on Instagram. Um, again, her name is Anastasia Trusova. We'll put a link in the show notes. Um, the artwork that she does, it's very like thick slabs of paint. So it kind of looks like she just picks up like a spoonful of paint and then just like slaps it on there and kind of spreads it like peanut butter almost. So it's got this like a lot of texture to it. So it's cool mm. when you look at it because um, there's obviously an image there, but it creates this kind of like foreground background aspect to it. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to call it 3D, but it kind of, it for me, it kind of sucks you in to the painting a little bit yeah, it's more. It's very dimensional. Lots um, of depth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a great word for it. Um, I, uh, my favorite season is fall or autumn, whatever you want to call it. Um, but the orange and red and yellow colors that come out during the season, mm-hmm. um, I'm really, really attracted to from a faith perspective. I am constantly amazed as God, as an artist. And, and, and I can go in a lot of different directions of that. I think he's musically an artist. I think he's scientifically an artist. Um, but when I am out about in nature, I'm just constantly amazed at him as a natural artist or a nature artist, I guess. Um, and I get that the most during the fall season because you get a lot more colors. And, you know, summer is a lot of greens and blues, Winter's obviously just white and gray if you're in Rochester. Um, but fall, there's just a lot of different colors going on. And all you're like, no notes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and as you scroll through her Instagram page, it's kind of cool because you see her producing paintings that kind of go along with the season. So when it's like April, you're seeing a lot of her spring paintings. So now we're in fall, and I'm seeing a lot of her artwork coming out that's just these bright orange colors. And I am finding myself just staring into these Mm -hmm. for long periods of time and quite literally feeling the emotion from the paintings as if I was there in that moment. Um, So I've really just been checking out a lot of her work. I encourage you guys to check her out. We'll have a link uh, like Nate said, and I'm a big fan. Beautiful. That's great. Rich, what do you got for us? Yeah, I have uh, two different recommendations for some of you. uh, Some of you might be aware of, this first one, some that you might be a little new to, but I have been just having a blast over the past couple months with the Halo app. Mm. So that is H-A-L-L-O-W. Mm. Um, now this is a this is a Catholic app by name, so it's it's labeled on the like Apple App Store as a prayer app, but what the app actually is is more like a like a media library, let's say, similar to like Spotify, of just really high quality Christian content. Mm. Um, so the app started as simply a prayer app where it almost like, a, you know those apps like Calm or like things like that where yeah. it, it would like lead you through a guided prayer. Mm-hmm. That's how the app began a number of years ago. But the app has grown significantly from that point. 
And now it, fe- it they redesigned the app, I think, like two months ago, like the way that you, uh, like the user interface. And now when you open it up, there's a little drop down menu at the bottom that opens into the different areas of the app, which is now things like meditations, sleep stories, music, daily prayers, sermons, homilies, the Bible in a year, daily scripture, novenas, daily biblical figure, daily saints. You know, there's all sorts of different um, mm-hmm. things here. There's, um, you can pray with athletes, with, uh, you know, a number of Christian athletes that have been willing to put their stuff online. It's super cool. You can, there's an entire section of Mark Wahlberg. Um, <laughs> but basically, um, but so, so the idea though, and what I specifically want to recommend is, so A, it has helped me significantly in my prayer and scripture life and let me be fair if you are not catholic in the roman sense and if you're not catholic in the high reformed sense either there are a lot of things on this app that would not be to your your flavor so just put that out there but um there are a lot of things that would be i think to any christian so uh specifically what i'd like to recommend is i listen to um the daily scripture reading and I do a daily prayer every morning, a guided prayer that's based on the daily scripture. And the daily scripture, and there's a, a kind of a homily that goes with it from this guy, Jeff Cavins, but the daily scripture follows the Anglican Book of Common Prayer. So the, the app is a lot more ecumenical than it, it bills itself as. But anyway, so every morning I listen to the daily scripture and I do the daily prayer. It takes me about, depending on the the scripture length, it takes me between like eight to 11 minutes. And I can't say enough how much that has kept my scripture reading regular. And uh, it's also really cool to know that millions of Christians all over the world, be it on the Hallow app or in their churches, are reading the same scripture as you every given day. Because mm. the book of the, the liturgical calendar, at least in the Anglican communion, sticks with the same you know scripture passages every day so super cool to be like part of that communion no pun intended like truly yeah yeah like to know that there are people in on every continent studying the same scripture passage as me this morning it's just Mm, like so cool but anyway so that's super cool uh another thing you know uh, in its corner is the fact that the production value is very high so there's a lot of really great like Christian prayer and scripture apps out there now. Like I've really enjoyed the dwell app listening to scripture read aloud. There's a lot of options. The dwell app's really cool. But um, I will say the hallow app really um, everything that they put out is top quality. So the, the readers, I don't know if you call it voice acting or like whatever, mm-hmm. but the, the, the readers are very good. Really. They only put out stuff that's, that's quality is what I'm saying. So you can pretty much trust uh, the quality of anything on the app, which is cool, even though there's tons of different creators, uh, which is great. Uh, and then they also have a really cool unified art style that goes across everything that's on the app, and it's very aesthetically pleasing. It's cool. So that, and then secondly, outside of prayers and scriptures, one of my favorite and most clicked categories on the app is the music section. So what they've done with the music section, which is really cool, is basically, like I said, I'm going to make that comparison to Spotify again. It's basically like what they have done is they have collected music, which you can search through and get playlists and all this stuff that is 
and I, I'm going to try to come up with a definition here that like hits this particular vein. It's not just Christian music, meaning music by Christian artists. They have collected music that is Christian in like every sense of the word, meaning it is worshipful or liturgical or like it's very intentionally and clearly of the things of, of Christ, but they, they don't have anything on there that's like, cheesy or trite or mm. like dare i say k-lovey but anyway no but what i what i mean by that though is um it, it's just like a it, it has taken a lot of the searching and thinking out of my like like I, I this is not an exaggeration when i'm doing like studying or grading papers or like trying to like relax i exclusively use the hello app music now because they even have the music organized by mood so, like, you can listen to, like, choral music, lo-fi, um, oh, classical sweet. music. Um, they have, like, Gregorian, you know, chants and stuff, like, that are... And they have, like, modern and ancient, like... So, y- you can go into, like, um, liturgical chant, and you can listen to, like, recently recorded music done by churches, you know, this year. Or you can listen to, like, ancient medieval music. It's, it's just cool. But anyway... Um, the funny part is if someone was like, so what do you listen to on there? I couldn't even tell you because like, I don't know like what it is. I just like pick like certain playlists and it's just so, if you're familiar with Forefront at all, you'll know what I'm talking about without me even explaining it because like, it's just that like, it preaches to me by its intrinsic beauty. Like the music they have on there is beautiful in a, in a deep like platonic sense. Um, so I highly recommend getting it. Unfortunately, it is, it's not free. You can get a trial, but, um, uh, you try out the trial and, um, if you like it, um, you do, have, you do have to subscribe to get like the full access to everything, but it's much less expensive than Spotify and Apple music, but I just bought it as you were talking. I love that. Oh, I'll give you some recommendations. That's true. I really did. Oh, yeah, cool. I, mean, I love yeah, that, yeah, Dan. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you like the chosen, I, I, I didn't want to say this, but I kind of will. If you like the chosen, <laughs> Um, Jonathan Rumi has been like a major partner with the Hallow app since the beginning. He's not, it's not his app. People like confuse that cause he's on all the ads, but, um, he, uh, it's actually really cool. There's multiple different audio Bibles that you can listen to. Uh, and there's a lot of different types. It's fun. But one of the cool ones is, uh, there's like an ensemble cast that does the audio Bible. And then Jonathan Rumi reads the red letter words of Christ in like mm. the same Jesus voice he uses in the chosen. And it sounds cheesy, but after you've watched the chosen for a while and then you listen to like the book of Matthew with that, it's like, it hits different, man. Pretty it's cool. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, I enjoy that a lot. Um, so check out the Halo app and I, and particularly um, check out the music. I've been, I've just been vibing. It's great. And it, it, it has truly, I can say very honestly that it hit, the app has truly, um, and I feel weird because it's an app. Like it feels weird to say it because I'm not really like a big tech guy. But um, the app has truly improved both my spiritual life and my like mental and spiritual health. I've been using it regularly for probably three and a half months now, like on a daily basis, and I, I it really works for me. So love awesome. it. Awesome, it's huge. Yeah. Hello, if you'd like to sponsor us reach out yeah i've uh, hello if you're listening to this i actually reached out to you a couple times to come on the podcast so 
Just respond to that email. I know you just haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> yeah. If you have podcast speakers, now is the time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Marky Mark Wahlberg, come on. Get on here. Yeah, Mark Wahlberg's like a big Catholic all of a sudden. And he uh I'm he has a lot of uh he you can do a daily meditation with Mark Wahlberg. Which oh. is, you know, fun. I, I just don't know if I can take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. The Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg accent and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, we're going to go pray now. Yeah. You ready? That's pretty much what it's like. It was like. a horrible Mark Wahlberg. Oh, and there's an ad that shows up like once you look up Hallow, now that you did it on your phone, you're yeah. going to get like ads on Instagram. And there's one with Mark Wahlberg <laughs> and he he's like in front of this like Franciscan seminary and he goes like, and he's in like shorts and a tank and he goes like, stay prayed up. He's like, and he's, and he's like with a bunch of guys and he does this like hand signal and he's like, he's like, get Hallow, stay prayed up. <laughs> it's, it's so good. <laughs> anyway, uh, love that. Love that for us. <laughs> did, did you have something else or were you just, was that it? Very different I, vibe. So like, so I've referenced this actually in the past, but I've really like, I, I want to make a very purposeful recommendation to you guys in the same vein as what you can find on Hallow, but you can't find this on Hallow. But there is an album called Brother to Brother. Um, it came out in 1996, so not new, not a new album, but it's called Brother to Brother, and it is by Michael Card, who I love. Uh, Michael, come on the podcast, please. Um, yeah, and John Michael Talbot. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know these people, just briefly, um, Michael Card is a very um, prolific Christian singer, songwriter, who makes... Uh, uses scripture in his lyrics. Um, great guy, Presbyterian minister, I believe. Um, yeah. Um, Dan just, you know, gave a little, a little, a little shout of praise there, but no, but I mean the Presbyterian <laughs> tradition is beautiful, so uh, particularly with music. Yeah. yeah. But John Michael Talbot is a Catholic. And the point of this album that they recorded together was they wanted to create an album of music together that used both, um, traditional Catholic hymns and traditional Protestant hymns together in one album as a gesture of brotherhood in Christ. And they only did this once. They recorded one album, two guys together, They and they have very complementary styles, so their, their music really does fit very well together. And it is, um, it's like a con- contemplative album. It's not something you'd like rock out or like work out to. Very contemplative. I would You would listen to it intentionally but absolutely um beautiful worshipful album both of them have wonderful singing voices very talented um acoustic it has like a a rather acoustic bent to it uh, they use both like classical they both play uh, nylon string classical guitars mm. so it has this really warm uh sound to it but the more i've listened to it the more i realize that they are absolutely like hardcore preaching the gospel in each song in a really beautiful like historic way or not historic i mean um storied is what Mm. i mean very like connected to um traditional orthodox christian belief um and they do a really cool job with it and uh some of the songs i even recognize from like having been sung in churches that i've attended to um so they are old songs that are being re-recorded for for modernity but brother to brother michael carr john michael talbot uh just yeah just fills you up i i really suggest giving a try listening to it if you have the time or space i suggest giving it a listen like as a whole like you know sitting down for 
maybe on a car ride. You got an hour long car ride. Like listen to the whole thing. So it's a great album. Yeah. Look it up. Awesome. So on the topic of albums, uh, mm-hmm. what I had to share is an album by an artist by the name of John Guerra, J O N G U E R R A, John Guerra. And uh, he's, he's a Christian artist. And this is his most recent album called Ordinary Ways. And I just looked, it actually just came out back in May of this year. And it's an absolutely beautiful album. Highly encourage you to, oh, to give it a listen. I've listened to this guy. Just I didn't recognize the name, but like yeah. I, I've listened to a number of his songs through like certain playlists that I've come across. Yeah. Yeah. He's He's got a really beautiful vibe. Uh, it's it's kind of a, a combination of, you know, some kind of alternative flavor and, and kind of worship music and some kind of modern instrumentation and vocal styling. But I think ultimately it is kind of contemplative, like thoughtful music. And what I find fascinating about it is at first glance, the lyrics are relatively plain, uh, almost obviously so like you you take the first track of the album which is called the lord will provide and the chorus of the song is just trust in the lord and the lord will provide (laughs) yes we'll trust in the lord and the lord will provide and and that is just like repeated as as the chorus and the verses are great but again relatively simple verses um in some way or another, the Lord will provide. May not be my way, may not be your way, but he will. At some time or another, the Lord will provide. It may not be my time, it may not be your time. We'll trust in the Lord and the Lord will provide. Very simple lyrics. And the kind of lyrics that if you were to kind of see them in isolation, it might feel like almost like a just like a cheesy kind of CCM form Mm -hmm. of writing that it's kind of just repeating the same thing. Um, And, and you might kind of write it off for that reason. But what I've discovered is that uh, there's, there's a right way to do that and a wrong way to do that. And John Guerra is very much doing the right way, which is, I I think his music is very much like the Psalms in that way. You know, Mm -hmm. there are Psalms that repeat the same ideas or the same phrases, um, and repetition can be a, an, an extremely like valuable form of kind of helping us to get ideas into ourselves to, to form us. So it's like liturgical in that way, just like the Psalms are. Yes. Yeah. I, on his little, uh, I just looked him up on Spotify on his little bio on Spotify. It says that he writes devotional music, quote, less Sunday morning worship music and more Monday morning prayer music. Mm. And then he says, devotional music is a collaboration with quiet. Yeah. That's Mm. super cool. That's beautiful. Intimate sonic prayers. Wow. So I I think it's one of those things where if you you look at the lyrics, you might not be immediately impressed. Um, But if you listen to the song, you know, in the medium that it's intended to be, and you listen to it in, in contemplation and in like prayerfulness, it's extremely powerful. 
and I, I found like many of these songs, like there's not a bad song on the album, um, but like many of these just like stand out. Like you'll hear one, you'll be like, that's a good song. And then you hear another one and you go, that's a great song. Like, mm-hmm. wow. Like all these are on the same album. Um, so I'd, I'd encourage you to, to check that out. And I, I think it would be a, a boon, you know, like Rich was saying about the Hallow app, like to your, to your prayer, to your contemplation. Um, maybe it's something you'd listen to in the morning or maybe it's on a drive. Uh, but I, I think it's really special and it, it kind of caught me off guard at just how beautiful it was despite its apparent simplicity. Love that. Mm-hmm. Added to library. Beautiful. <laughs> Good has been done here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for joining that. Thank you all so much for joining us. This concludes our arts review. Uh, if you enjoyed what we had to share with you today, uh, please do drop us a comment on uh, the social media platform that you're finding us on. Maybe that's Instagram or another platform. Um, if you have like a recommendation to share with us, maybe maybe it's a, an Instagram account or a music album that you've been experiencing recently, whatever it might be, um, let us know. We'd love to, love to see it, love to share it. And until next time, keep pursuing authentic faith and excellent art. <laughs>